Welcome to the Grow Your Business for Good show. This is a place where coaches and consultants gather so you can learn how to lead a world-class business that does not tax your time, your energy, or your financial resources. We are your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez. And Amy Hager of the Joyful Business Revolution. And our number one goal is to bring you clarity and insight on how to grow your business for good. Before we jump into today's episode, we want to invite you to join us in the Content Personality Club. In this club, we help coaches and consultants attract your perfect fit clients. Here's what we know. When you tweak and enhance your messaging, or maybe even overhaul it, your business is going to get a whole lot better. If you are experiencing any of these specific problems in your business, we want to help you. Number one, you publish content via email or social media, but it doesn't consistently convert to new clients, nor does it have the fire, flair, and feel you desire. Number two, if you're spending lots of time launching and reworking your offer, but you don't have the number of clients you think you should based on all of your hard work, Or number three, you have spent money on ads and or copywriters in the past, but none of it worked like they said it would. Then we've got great news for you. Join us in the club where you'll learn how to leverage your content personality to create magnetic messaging. Because when your messaging is working, it does 90% of the heavy lifting for you. Visit www.contentpersonalityclub.com to join now. In today's episode, we're going to share with you how to become an on-demand brand. There are certain elements needed for you to position your brand in this way. And we're going to go deep into your messaging ecosystem with the three C's of your expert energy. We're also going to share with you how to get out of that launch mode because it's probably doing more harm than good to your brand. But before we start down this path, I just want to remind you, people are smart. They want to hire experts who know what they're doing, who have a proven track record. So let's make sure your brand is showing your future clients how you can help them solve their biggest problems. So get out a pen and write down an answer to this question. What would shift for you and your business if every time you published a piece of content, you had clients reaching out to you. Mm, what a beautiful question. Such a great question. And it's such a great question that we actually open almost every workshop we do with this question. Um, because that's the reality. There are people, you know, our audience is coaches and consultants, and they are um, creating content nonstop, all kinds of content, not in their content personality content, uh, you know, trying all these things. And they're just, spinning their wheels. And so it's such a great question. Amy, why don't you just repeat that question one more time? What would shift for you in your business if every time you published a piece of content, you had clients reaching out to you? Such a powerful question. That question was actually a question that changed my life a few years ago because I asked that of myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I said, well, I think the, the content has got to evolve up as we say. And so we're here to help you create better content and less of it. So you can do more coaching and less marketing. Cause I know marketing might make me and Amy really giddy, 
but for most of the time, <laughs> our clients <laughs> just want to work with their clients and have more time with their family, more time for vacationing, more time for their hobbies. And so we have got to get your content working for you. So we want to just start with a, a definition today. The word messaging is thrown around a lot um, in the online space and in the, in the business space. And so what is messaging anyway? Um, let's just define it here because over the next six episodes, we're going to be talking about your messaging ecosystem, and we're going to help you understand messaging on a deeper level. So simply messaging is the words that you use to connect to the hearts and souls of your future clients. This is the definition we like to use in the joyful business revolution, because Amy's being a goofball right now. Those of you that can't see the video. <laughs> I'm trying to get a podcast selfie, okay? <laughs> I see that. I see that. We're having fun over here, y'all. So, um, you know, connecting to the hearts and souls of your future clients is what it's all about. It's not about more content. It's not about um, more videos, more blogs, more, more, more. It's about better. And we have a thing we say around these parts, better is better not more is better. All right. So basically messaging is everything in your business. It's your newsletter. It's your social media. It's how you do your sales calls and what you say. It's your blogs. It's your interviews. It is everything. And it is probably one of the most overlooked, um, unpaid attention to aspects of building a strong coaching and consulting business. So when your messaging gets stronger, everything is going to feel a lot easier in your marketing, and you're going to see a significant increase in your sales and revenue. What we want to do today is we want to share a couple of stories <clears throat> to get us started that really illustrate what happens when your messaging is landing. This is a question we get a lot, right, Amy? They say, well, how do we know when it's working? Well, people are going to be reaching out to you and saying, how can I work with you? How can I work with you? How can I work with you? Right. And so we want to really help you understand with a couple of key stories. Um, how do you know when your words are connecting? So Amy's going to talk about launching, which is so overwhelming. And we came out of launch mode, thank God, about two years ago, and we've helped people transition out of launch mode. Gosh, I can't believe it's already been two years. I'm not going to lie. It has felt so right that like we've been doing it forever, but you're right. It was only two years. <laughs> wow. And so when we left that launch mode and moved to the open everyday model, it was because our messaging was stronger and our content was doing what it is supposed to do for us, like Shannon said. And so, you know, just raise your hand in the car, sitting in front of your computer day, like, do you get overwhelmed when you think about launching or when you think about the amount of content you think you need in order to sell your stuff? Is that bubbling up an overwhelming feeling and like, ugh, it's just exhausting, right? And so the difference between the launch versus the open everyday model is, well, let me break it down first. The difference is implications for revenue is the big one. You're more consistent, 
instead of those spikes and flows. So that's the big one I think that people come to us the most about, Shannon, right? Like they're saying, I'll have months where I'll have zero income coming in, but I'm coaching clients. And then when I launch, I get an influx of cash. And yeah. so it's that up and down roller coaster feeling that a lot of people, I think, initially are like, I want consistent income. I want to be able to predict what my months are going to look like for the next 12 months. And so that is, I think, the top reason um, of really being able to get out of the launch mode. Yeah, and I wanna, I, hold on. I want to say something on that. It's so for those of you that, you know, if you've ever done a launch or you've been a part of a launch, you know, the massive amount of emails you get during a launch, or you have to write, you know, the amount of social media. I actually, um, we're picking up some clients from another community that actually has people write a hundred social media posts to put out over 10 days, 10 days, on their social media. It's one an hour for 10 hours for 10 days. Um, and they're talking to me in messenger and they're just like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm a slave to Instagram. I wake up in the morning to work for Instagram and I'm just like, holy hell people like, but this is what's taught. And it's kind of the old way of doing business. And so this launch model is this big push of energy and push of resources and push of your team and push of your capacity right? The capacity that you have at any given moment. And guess what? You are exhausted at the end. And most of the time you don't have the results from the launch that you had hoped for. And this is what kept happening to us is we would put so much time and energy and resources into a launch. And then the sales just wouldn't be there. And more importantly, when the sales were there, Shannon was on the floor for the next week, exhausted and yeah. literally could not, could not function. And, you know, I remember when you used to do launches and this is before I came into the brand and was working here, you used to do launch week at eight o'clock at night, Eastern time. And I tried to attend one and was like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing this again. Because then I was on a high after that and I couldn't go to bed. So I could never imagine <laughs> how you even like functioned as a yeah. human during that week. And so really like Shannon said, if you're coming off a launch week and you're exhausted, then I think it's a really, really great idea to look at the open every day. And the other reason why I love open every day versus the launch, is you can meet people where they're at. Think about how many people you're actually turning away every time you launch, you close those doors and there's people new to your energy and they're just yeah. not ready. Yeah. And you know, we have this frequent where people will come in, they're super excited, they wanna have a conversation, but they're like, I just met you too. Like, can you give me a hot second just to get to know you a little better? And I, I totally have to honor that. And I think that's a beautiful process. But when we were closing those doors, those people couldn't come back in for another however many months, right? Yeah. So they were going to find other coaches who were ready to serve them when they were ready. Exactly. And this occurred to me on our last launch when I was standing in Bed Bath & Beyond. And we had moved houses. Um, we moved into our, our million dollar dream home on the Hudson River. And it took me a hot minute, as Amy would say, to figure out 
what colors I wanted in my bedroom, what kind of curtains I wanted. I had to take measurements for the curtains. I mean, it took me a good two or three months to get stuff unpacked and be able to visualize these curtains. So we had had a launch. I was exhausted. Um, well, we actually didn't have a launch. We had moved out of launch mode by then, but I was in bed, bath and beyond. And I was like, wow, bed, bath and beyond is, is open every day. Whatever day I decide is the day to go talk to somebody about my curtains is the day that I get to buy curtains. And so I wrote this beautiful piece. It's, it's on the blog post about what bed, bath and bed, bath and beyond taught me about being open every day, right. And coming out of launch mode. Um, and I really wrote this because we had already exited out of launch mode, but I wrote this piece to help coaches and consultants understand exactly what Amy just said. If you are in launch mode and you are pushing now, we don't do ads here, but I know a lot of people do. You're driving ads to, let's say a Facebook group, or you're driving ads to, um, your, your launch page where people register it's for all intents and purposes, cold traffic. And if you go and you launch for five or seven days, and then you expect people to buy right then, they probably haven't had enough time to get to know you. Mm. And we were finding in launch mode that the amount of people who would say yes was about, I don't know, 2%, which is above industry standard, which is just fucking absurd. Let's be real. Like we don't do anything that's 2% in this brand, right? Yeah. But we tracked it and we tracked it. And what we found is the people who weren't ready because they were new, they didn't have a chance to, to do anything else because we closed the door, which by the way is stupid. You don't need to close your virtual door. All right. You, you say those things because you've learned those things, right? So we did a lot of unlearning. We converted to open every day and now we are literally open every day and people, you can tell people have been trained when they come to us. Cause they're like, well, if I don't buy right now, when's the next time that I can get in? And we're right. like, whenever, Tomorrow? like, <laughs> Like, when, when are you ready? Like we're open every day. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I think the beautiful thing about the process that we've created with the open everyday model is people are coming in when it's right for them. So we're able to really meet them where they're at, but we also have our signature system so that when someone does come in, either they're two years into this new business or creating a new niche or whatever their path is, we have a process so that they feel welcomed and like they can get started on what they need to focus on right then and there. And so that was very key. And I don't want to leave that out because I don't think you could just go open every day if you had a cohort and it had to go through the exact process in order to get the results and they had to do it together and all these things. So open everyday model does usually require some sort of signature system in order to execute it properly. Yeah. And we're excited. We've been helping our clients um, get their signature method or their signature system down so that no matter if they're working with one-on-ones, a group, a, a workshop, you pull a module out and you can use it for a cohort. I mean, a, a lead gen event, whatever it is, your clients are going to have amazing results and you're going to have great clarity. So what I want to share now is for those of you who are watching the video, I'm going to share, share our screen. Um, we really want to show you how to become an in-demand brand. 
a brand where people are like, wow, one, they have their shit together. All right. That's important. Remember what Amy said at the top of this episode, we, uh, people are smart and they want to hire experts, right? So how do you create what we call this demand gap? so that your content is working for you. And people are like, oh yeah, I am buying from them. Like, these are my people, they've got their stuff together and this makes a lot of sense to me. So Amy, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen. All right, everyone, I brought back my signature graphic. Amy's laying her eyes on the, the new version here <laughs> for, for the first time. I just finished coloring it this morning. All right. So um, when we talk about creating the demand gap, so those of you that are listening, what is on the paper is basically two mountain ranges, one on the left hand side and one on the right hand side. And there are three parts of a demand, uh, how to create this demand in your brand. And you must show the people that they're standing on the left-hand side of the paper in the mountains and you are building that bridge to gap, right? You're going to help them with that gap to get across to the right-hand side of the paper, which is the other mountain range. We call this the demand gap. And we teach this exclusively in our, um, our programming for coaching consultants, because here's what we know happens. And we've covered this in previous episodes. If you are not in your content personality, which is your vehicle, your best way of showing up, it's all about the energy of how you deliver your content. You are missing out big time, right? And so there's five content personality types, uh, live in person, audio, video, written, and visual. The whole first season of this podcast has been dedicated to those content personality types. And we encourage you to go back and listen to them or at least whatever your quiz result is so you can understand how to better use your content personality and marketing and sales, all right? So the demand gap is made up of three parts, your content personality, your messaging ecosystem. These are the six types of content that we'll cover in the next six episodes and your expert energy. We call these your three C's, okay? And for those of you who see the graphic right here, you can see that if you're only using your content personality and your messaging isn't connecting and doing its job, you're not going to have the results that you're hoping to have, which is people buying from you. All right. If you got the content type down, but you're not using your content personality, the energy is off <laughs> of how you're delivering your content. And if you've got, um, you know, your, 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 your content is working for you, but the three C's are off, which is on the right hand side of the graphic. This is your expert energy. Maybe you're not consistent. You don't have conviction that what you're doing is actually changing the world as we like to say here, and your confidence is lacking, which means there's a lack of clarity, all right? Those are the three Cs. All of these things must be working together. And so for those of you who can see the graphic, there's a little Venn diagram in the top left-hand corner and that perfect middle, that trifecta where those three things intersect, the content personality, the messaging ecosystem, and the expert energy, right at that intersection is that sweet spot that we call the demand gap, which is how you create demand 
for your offer so people will buy from you now. All right. And so in season one, we covered content personality. This season, we will be diving into the six types, uh, content types in the messaging ecosystem. Okay. And I'm going to go over those in just a minute. And then it's really important that everyone understands people hire experts, right? And your energy matters here. If you are not consistent with what you say, hello messaging, <laughs> all right? If you are not consistent with where you're showing up and how frequently you're showing up. And remember, better is better, not more is better, all right? If you are not convicted that what you are doing is changing the world, people feel that and they will go buy from someone else. And if you are not confident in your offer and you don't have clarity on how you know, the type of people that get the best results when they work with you, the type of people that you're attracting, this energy goes all wonky and people can feel it. And so these are the areas that we work with. So just briefly, I'm going to go over the six content types we'll be focusing on in the future episodes coming up. The first type is mission-driven content. This type of content is meant to build community whether they ever buy from you or not, but they are, you know, it's community building. It's letting people know what your mission is in your business and what you're all about. Connection content is that no like, and trust content. Share your stance content is the content where you are taking a stand for the shit that's going on in your industry and you are speaking up about it. And your voice is valid here. And that's why we, you know, conviction, <laughs> you've got to have that conviction, right? We talk a lot about getting people out of launch. We talk a lot, which is against the grain, by the way, we talk a lot about um, helping you stay in your content personality. Nobody else can talk about that, right? That's our unique stance. That's a proven framework over and over again. We talk a lot in this brand about why we don't use ads and we're approaching a million dollars in revenue and why we have chosen not to use ads and how you can get your content working for you, it goes against the grain, okay? Share your stance content is super important for you to be seen as a thought leader and an expert. Hmm. Thought leader is another type of content. It's how you're putting your expertise out into the world. Direct offer content is those very direct offers where you say, hey, I've got this. It's for this person. These are the qualities. Would you like to work with me? And the final type of content is called thought reversal content. And it's where you're reversing the thoughts, most of them unconscious, mm. subconscious thoughts of your um, ideal clients and making them say, oh my God, that landed and I didn't even know that was in there to land mm. right and we get this a lot Amy because I think yeah. I I do a lot of thought reversal stuff you know that people are like whoa I never even thought about that before yeah it's they didn't realize what was coming up for them and you know we do this a lot too in our soulful sales conversations they really don't realize what the root problem or what the root issue actually is Sure. The problem is I can't, I'm not getting clients, but there's a lot that's underneath that. It's like a layer you, or an onion. You got to peel it back. Right. Yeah. So, and listen, if, if everyone knew why their business wasn't growing, they would have all solved it already. 
So what we like to say is when your content does the job for you, it opens people's eyes to things that they're like, oh God, I never even thought about that. Maybe that's what's going on. I better call Amy for a strategy session, right? So we're going to spend um, some time. We're going to dive deep into these content types and uh, we're super excited. So if you join us for our next episode where we dive into the share your stance content, which is one of those six messaging ecosystem content types that Shannon just reviewed with us, our share your stance content is that content that's going to take that stance and share your thoughts and commentary on what's going on in your industry. So we'll see you in our next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Grow Your Business for Good podcast with your hosts, M. Shannon Hernandez and Amy Hager. Head over to www.joyfulbusinessrevolution.com slash quiz to take the content personality quiz and join our community. And remember our mantra, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show, leave a review and spread the good news with other coaches and consultants.